Before we get to our guest, I want to talk about our NOAA subscription. CD Media is not just a local news company. We're not just a military company. We're not even just a national company. CDM is a global news organization that has reporters from the Middle East to Eastern Europe to the Balkans to Asia to Latin America to the United States. Put us in your daily scan and get the news, tip of the spear news from around the world. I know that people don't like ads, however. They don't like pop-up ads on their phone. They don't like to see ads on the websites. But you know what? We have to make money. Seriously, we have to support ourselves, and that's one of the ways we do it. However, if you don't like ads, you can sign up for our no-ad subscription. And guess what? You get access to our dozen newspapers around the world, our dozen news organizations, and you get access to all this quality, high-quality content. So, so give us a few bucks, sign up for your no-ad subscription, and you'll get access to all of the sites with a block on the ads, and you'll be very happy. And now let's get to our guest. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have an interesting guest today. Mike Costanza is a sixth grade teacher in Connecticut. He's been doing this for a long time. And the teachers unions in Connecticut are doing some uh, quite nefarious things. So we thought we'd get Mike here to talk about that and what teachers can do to combat it. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hi, Todd. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. So you come highly recommended. So uh, tell us, tell us um, what's going on in the Connecticut education system. Sure. I'm a grade six teacher here in Connecticut. I grew up in Connecticut. Uh, but like a lot of teachers around the state, I grew especially frustrated with some of the things that the NEA and the AFT, the two main teacher unions in our country, have been doing politically in recent years. Uh, in January of 2022, about a year and a half ago, largely out of frustration to the school shutdowns during the COVID pandemic and just the overreach in general, the overreaction in general, and the fact that the unions were cheerleading a lot of those things like the school closures. A number of us decided to form an in informal group on Facebook called Constitution State Educators, just to help inform teachers around the state that they have a right to leave the union and to let them know how to go about doing so. It's a really simple process. And right now we're coming up on August, 2023, August is the only month during the school during the year in which Connecticut teachers can leave the Connecticut Education Association, which is the largest union in the state. And I'd love to tell you all about it if, if, you'd, if you'd let me. Yeah, I'd like to. Um, we did a story recently that most of the money coming from the dues, I think like 80 something percent was for salaries for the NEA, you know, administration. So it's not it's not going for the teachers, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, right. get, get, get into what you want to tell us. Thanks. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for mentioning that. We know yeah. for a fact that the unions spend at least two dollars on politics for every dollar that they spend 
on representing their members. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, in, in Connecticut, uh, in all states, uh, teachers who chose not to pay dues to the union were still forced to pay what's called an agency fee, which was about 80, 85 percent of dues to the union anyways, up until five years ago. In 2018, the Supreme Court's decision in Janus versus Ask Me uh, reversed that precedent. And now in those last five years, we have a right to leave the union without paying a single cent to the union if we'd like. Um, And our group, we've devoted ourselves to sharing five simple facts, which I can run down quickly. I call these the five facts the union don't want you to know. Uh, Number one, you could leave the union. A lot of teachers don't even know that. They, they think that you have to join the union in order to teach in a public school. You mm-hmm. can leave. Fact two, once you do leave, you don't have to pay any fees. There's no half dues, partial dues, nothing. You don't owe the union a single dime thereafter. That's thanks to the Janus decision five years ago. Uh, fact three, if you leave the union, you're still covered 100% by your school district's contract. It's another fact that a lot of teachers don't realize, and even the unions get that wrong constantly. Your contract applies to you whether you pay dues to a union or not. All the responsibilities and all the rights in it apply to you. The fourth fact is that even if you leave the union and no longer pay dues, like it or not, the union still owes you a legal duty of fair representation. They can't say to you, for example, oh, you're being threatened with discipline, we're not going to help you. Or you have a grievance, we're not going to represent you in this grievance because you no longer pay dues. That's against the law in Connecticut that falls under the state labor board's purview and what's known as the Teacher Negotiation Act. The union must represent you fairly whether you pay dues or not because that's in exchange for them having the monopoly right to negotiate for you. The fifth and final fact, which is really important, if you leave the union, and we know the union will be, in some cases, maybe hostile to the fact that they still have to serve you, there are non-union associations out there. Christian Educators is one, and Association of American Educators is the other, who you can join for far less than union dues, who will get you a lawyer for free, represent you for free, provide you liability insurance, all the things that unions normally do. But really? with, with, with the peace of mind, knowing that they're not giving your money to radical left-wing politics. So, you know, especially in Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. being the law and then actually following the law are two <laughs> very different things. So uh, what's been the experience of teachers in Connecticut? Did, does the unions come after them? You said they're hostile. I mean, is it because they're just not going to you know, people need to have their eyes wide open. What's what's going to happen to them if they leave the union? My sister's Gen- a teacher. She left the union, so I, I get it. Good. Um, generally speaking, the unions aren't going to do anything to you. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I always say the sky will not fall. I've been out of the union for 17 years, mm-hmm. and my life has been the same whether I was in it or out of it, I, mm-hmm. or not in it, I think. Um, some teachers sometimes do face pushback. Uh, usually it's at the very beginning when you submit your resignation letter, a union official might come to those teachers and say, you know, we really we really can't help you as much if you leave, which is not mm-hmm. true, first of all. Um, but secondly, I think at the higher up level, union officials and their lawyers know what the law is and they know that they can't refuse to represent teachers. They know that it's against the law to harass teachers for simply leaving. And so the bottom line is they might try to talk you out of it at first. They might mislead you into thinking that you're less protected. But in the end, you're just as protected as before. 
and more than likely you won't ever hear from them. So let me ask you this, the education system across the nation is really screwed up right now. How do we, how does the average mom or dad that is worried about what's being taught to their kids, et cetera, what's the best way from a teacher's perspective to ensure that they're not getting fed a bunch of Marxist propaganda and yeah. you know being turned into a transsexual or whatever? I think parents just have to be willing to ask questions. Don't stop asking questions. Uh, parents should know that there are a lot of teachers that have the same questions that you as parents have. After all, many of us are parents. I have a, right. a boy, for example. Uh, we want parents to ask those questions. Deep down, some of us are really rooting for parents to ask those really? questions. Huh. And it's difficult, you know, when you're at work, you can't just, you, you can't be insubordinate and refuse to carry out the directives of your boss. Yeah. Uh, there's a process to go through. And a lot of teachers don't want to put their necks on the line for that. Sure. But deep down, we want parents to, to speak up and ask questions. What is wrong with asking questions? So I, Do, I would just encourage parents to keep doing that. Are, are you facing as a teacher, and I don't want to get into areas you don't want to talk about it, but are, are you okay. just tell me if you don't want to talk about it, but are you being um, pressured to do things by the administration or, or not? Or um, in, in, yeah. like, like to teach, uh, you know, transgender more than you would like to, or, um, you know, the, the, for instance, my, my son was at uh, Staples High School in Westport, and it, I heard this stuff come home from school that, you know, the Constitution was written by a bunch of old white men, and, yeah. you, know, and it's, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, is that teacher-specific, or is it coming from the administration, I guess is the question. I think the answer, again, it depends. It depends yeah. on your district and location. I, I work okay. in a fantastic district. It's a small town mm -hmm. in Connecticut. It's where I grew up. I think people have fairly traditional values. And mm -hmm. I can't say enough good things about my immediate administrator. I don't feel pressure good. myself. I, and I teach social studies. Uh, so uh. I probably would feel pressure if there were any there. Uh, however, you know, we see the trends nationally. And there are... I think all across America, you can find teachers, whether they're in red states or blue states, who kind of do their own thing. And they might take a small opening and in their mm -hmm. classroom, they might force it down students' throats. And, mm -hmm. and let's face it, Todd, that could go both ways, right? In sure. Years ago, sure. It's been happening in the opposite direction on, on these issues. Sure. The bottom line is that most of us as teachers, we work hard. We care about mm -hmm. our students. We just want to teach, and we don't want politics, whether they're blue or red politics, to infiltrate our classroom and make any of our students feel uncomfortable. We want to make that classroom safe and welcoming, and we want to get down to business. I want to teach world geography. The teacher yeah. next door to me wants to teach uh, pre-algebra and geometry, and so on. We just want to teach our subjects. We have a passion for our subjects, and we have a passion for helping our students. Just leave us alone. And the unions, mm -hmm. boy, they, they'd be heroes if they would get away from politics and help insulate teachers from that nonsense so that we can be left alone to do our jobs. We'll do it well if you give us a chance. But yeah. unfortunately, the unions are not only uh, refusing to insulate us from the culture wars, they've gone woke themselves and they've become architects hand in hand with one political party pushing politics bit by bit on more and more states and more and more school districts. 
I, I worry it, that eventually it will come to my school district. Yeah. It, it seems to be coordinated and nationwide and well-funded and well-organized. So uh, it's unfortunate. Has, has there been any pushback from teachers that you know of from a, say, legal perspective against the union? I mean, has there been any, um, like you're saying that they're on the side of the, the woke? I mean, is there any formal process that's been initiated to stop that or is that even exist? Well, I think it's more on the informal, like groups like mine that have sprung up and are just helping educate other teachers we meet about their, if you want to leave the union, you can. If you want to try to collect signatures to disaffiliate from the union and and align with an independent union, you can. There's a process for that. Mm. Uh, You know, it's, I would say it's more on an informal basis. Yeah. But, you know, I I encourage teachers find there on the national level, for example, look for groups like, AFFT, Americans for Fair Treatment, and they will help teachers understand what they can do within their union, or if they choose to leave the union, what they can do to push back. How can people help you in your efforts? Well, especially if you're in Connecticut, please Uh come to our Facebook page, Constitution State Educators. Join our page. Uh, We can, uh, one of our featured posts, we explain the process for sending in a letter to leave the union in August. If you're not a teacher, just join us anyways and help us get that information to teachers you know. Like I said, the month of August is the only time teachers can leave the Connecticut Education Association. There are different rules for teachers who are part of the AFT union. But either way, come to our Facebook page. We'll, we'll show you how to get started and just help us spread the word. So many teachers think they have to be in the union and so many teachers believe falsely that they won't be covered by their contracts if they leave. That's not true. You're completely covered. The sky won't fall. And you can get your voice heard rather than just having the union leadership voice speak for you. And is that the best way to contact you, Mike, if they want to get in touch with you through the Facebook page? Yes, that page, but I know not everyone's on Facebook. So I have an email too. It's unionchoicece at gmail.com. You can reach me there as well. Mike, thanks. Anything else you want people to know? Uh, Just that the sky won't fall. Leave the union. There are alternatives and you won't regret it. 17 years, I've never regretted it. Thanks so much, Todd. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for your time. Appreciate you coming on. Take care. Take care.